Hey everyone, it's Kai and Lafayette, and this is The, the Theory, Theory of Living. Living. Thanks for tuning in. We are able to bring you this episode thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon is a subscription-based platform where people can provide support for content creators like us. Thanks to our Patreon members and supporters, we are able to provide free content on the podcast and weekly episodes. By being a Patreon member, you'll have access to our entire podcast library, full video and audio episodes, along with much more. If you like this episode and you feel it adds value to your life, or you hate it, please subscribe on Patreon and or leave your review on Apple Podcast. And don't forget to mention it to your friends over your next beer. Truly, thank you again, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. We're live. Yeah. Coming to you live. Well, <laughs> I can't even see really. my face. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nothing but a mic. <clears throat> but we're coming to you from Huntington Beach, California. Yeah. And we'd like to start by giving a shout out of appreciation to Matt, who gave us a lot of valuable feedback mm-hmm. in regards to the podcast. And we're definitely going to add those things to try to improve upon it. Yes. So I'd like to start this podcast with the preface of saying, We've got New Year's Eve rapidly approaching, Mm -hmm. and you know what that means. You're not going to hear anything more on Instagram but things about New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. Hashtag New Year, New Me. Hashtag Stronger Than Four. Hashtag No, I really mean it this time. Hashtag Again, I'm serious, for real this time. Mm -hmm. So, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about goal setting Mm -hmm. and the values of having goals and maybe take on the approach of goal setting in a little bit different way than you've heard before. This might be new to you. It may not be a little more philosophical take on why Mm -hmm. I set a goal and what that means. Yep. So Kai. Yeah. Well, before all that, I'm sorry. I think we need to explain exactly why we're here, you know, Um, especially in the car. Why we're recording this podcast in the car. Okay. Well, this is our usual set, right? We just miss in the backdrop. <laughs> well, we just moved here, actually. <laughs> no, actually, uh, we're visiting uh, Cody's uh, family in California, Huntington Beach. And um, um, we actually wanted to... We, we, should, we could actually have uh, rented a studio, no problem. But mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to, um, number one, kind of test this kind of situation, you know, horse situation or horse your situation to record a podcast and also uh, let me out uh, my face dude <laughs> also um you know it's a great view behind us you know and if you're listening to this on spotify apple or mm-hmm. any other number of podcasting platforms you can see the video on youtube and we'll include some b-roll footage of the beach and mm-hmm. just how beautiful it is out here yes but it's definitely a good test because we're supposed to be heading to thailand next month yes We'll arrive on the 15th, mm-hmm. pending all the Omicron stuff. We've reached out to the Thai counselor or embassy, and we're trying to get some things finalized yeah. with the recent Omicron variant. Yes. Are you asking me questions? No, I just saw you uh, adjusting the mic there, so I was a little bit yeah, worried. Yeah, I, I, I have to hold this actually right now. So um, usually it sits on the table. But not right now. I don't have any place to uh, place this mic. Oh, wow. You know, have a fun podcast. So, uh, well, fortunate enough that I have uh, great arm strength. You know, <laughs> if, you, I, if you can see this. <laughs> you can't see in the video, but he's resting his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> Kai, what, 
what would you say is the primary reason we set goals or what what's the point in setting a goal to start with uh that's a big question right i mean uh there are many reasons actually to set a goal right um it could, it could be something that well before saying all that i think in a way that you can say that setting a goal is to create a purpose hmm. um the purpose could be your desire to get better as something or eliminate eliminate a bad habit i mean there are there could be so many reasons mm -hmm. but to simplify this process to begin with i mean we're going to go into more in depth um, I like to say that setting a goal is to create a purpose mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. a purpose having a purpose in life is important I think so because then it makes mm -hmm. it easier to know how you're supposed to navigate life mm -hmm. and maybe how to spend your time what you should say yes to what you should say no to mm -hmm. and can allow you to grow more into the person you want to be mm -hmm. it allows you to shape your destiny and purpose right. by having goals mm-hmm but how does somebody even know what's a good goal to set? Because, mm -hmm. for example, we have very basic goals that people tend to set all the time because culturally that's a good goal somebody should have. Mm -hmm. Something like getting in shape. Right. Every New Year's Eve, we see that. <clears throat> the New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. This year, I'm going to get in shape. Or this mm -hmm. year, I'm going to be... A better musician. Mm -hmm. It could be numerous things, but how? How do I know for myself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the goal I should take, rather than just borrowing from the societal standard of what a goal should uh, be and a good yeah. one to have. Which is the biggest problem, right? I think we've talked about this so many times that we really should talk talk about Lacan one day because he's sort of the central figure to, uh, you know shape this entire idea of self-identity mm, mm -hmm. in modern philosophy we, we really should talk about him one day but we've talked about uh you know his idea or our our idea of you know whether or not your idea is yours and in that idea we should you know always be critical critical of what you're doing and why you're doing it we've talked about this a lot and setting a goal is really similar too. Mm -hmm. You can just take on whatever goal that is conventional or that is easily available out there. Maybe one day you go to um, TikTok or Instagram <laughs> and you'll find a person who presents their you know new goal. Mm -hmm. You can just take on that. But before doing that, it could be a positive thing just because you you will have to go through harder process yeah it can be more difficult when you're inexperienced mm -hmm. or maybe trading the path that's unknown to you without research mm -hmm. right you can maybe run into a situation where you could have avoided some of these bumps in the road mm -hmm. had you just asked some people talk some people do, do some google searches or a little more self-reflection Mm -hmm. to avoid these bumps in the roads and this is the value in when you're trying to set a goal or accomplish a goal and communicate with somebody who's already been on that path mm -hmm. and accomplished it or read a book about it or consume any type of media about it and then think mm -hmm. about it critically but for me the first thing i have to ask myself when i see all these posts or hear hear these things in person about these new year's resolution is why 
Why? And I, I've thought about it, and after some careful deliberation, I think the largest reason people just wait until New Year's to come with goals and resolutions is just simply because that's when everybody else does it. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, that's not very insightful. Obviously, we all want to be a part of something, so of course a lot of people are going to set goals at the same time. But if you look at it deeper, I think the main reason people wait until now is because it removes all burden of responsibility and fear of failure. Because you expect that oh, everybody kind of does this. There's no really skin in the game. So it doesn't matter if I fell. I mean, think about it. There's millions, if not hundreds of millions of people that are setting mm -hmm. goals mm -hmm. at this very moment or thinking about it for New Year's. Right. And you have, <clears throat> maybe if I'm being generous, 1% of that. Or people are going to be succeed. And the goals can be so huge from I'm going to learn guitar this year and master the guitar to I'm going to floss once a day. Mm -hmm. And people still fail at both those things. So I think it's important to ask ourselves, why am I setting this goal at New Year's Eve? Is this goal actually important to me? Do I really care about it? And if I did care about it, why did it take me till the end of the year to be like, yeah, now's Correct. the time to actually do Correct. it. Correct. I think that's why... That's why it is important to ask yourself why. Okay, I think that's the, that should be the starting point. You should ask yourself why. Why you're doing this, or why you want to do this. Asking yourself why opens up possibilities, even when approaching without objectivity. It's going to force you to do value searching through which you will must find the answers. Mm. So it's going to make you active, active participant, rather than a passive participant. You can be totally passive entire time. Oh, you know, these people are, uh, these people are doing this weight loss, you know, goal mm -hmm. uh, for the New Year's. So I'm going to do that too, you know? Yeah, it's easy to bandwagon a goal, mm -hmm. again, from the place where we are historically and culturally to say this is a valuable thing worth having in my life but again if you didn't decide that value yourself mm -hmm. or come to that decision you're just kind of following the crowd and you may not actually get the satisfaction mm -hmm. from the goal and even more so you'll probably never even be able to complete the goal because it actually doesn't have value to you you actually do not care about this right it and this may sound harsh but a lot of people set goals and say I care about these things and have an ideal mindset, an idealistic mindset, but do nothing in physical mm -hmm. reality mm -hmm. to achieve these goals. They think that the fact that they care is actually an action and that alone will propel them to this goal. But we all know that's not the case. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how much you care about fitness if you're not going to the gym. Yeah. You can say you do, but if there's no actuality... <clears throat> to the goal mm -hmm. and to your sense of caring, then you're really deceiving yourselves. And I think we do that all the time. It's we lie to ourselves about what we care about mm -hmm. and we assign value way higher than we actually are applying in our lives to these goals and to these things. Mm -hmm. So I think initially from the get-go, if you're setting a goal right now at New Year's Eve, you need to ask yourself very strongly, why? Am mm -hmm. I doing this because everybody else is? Or do I really care about this? Mm -hmm. 
and that should just be the launching place mm -hmm. for any goal. Before we right. can even set a goal, we have to ask what's important to us, and we have to create a value system. Yes. So that's a really good point. Again, ask yourself why opens up possibilities. That's the important part. And then also asking yourself why exposes yourself to a position of challenging the status quo. Meaning that, again, this is an active dialogue with yourself rather than a passive reception of information. This is a really important part. And also, knowing why is important down the road as well. Mm -hmm. If you know why, if you know the value of it, it'll be easier to go through the, go through the process. Mm -hmm. When there are difficulties, hardships, it won't be easy, mostly. And knowing why is important to actually withstand those difficulties better than not knowing it. Ah, absolutely. And to, to go into that, this is something else I feel, you know, we as a culture and just humans in general seem to lean into is that we want to have, <clears throat> maybe this is after the scientific method and having things more... <clears throat> quantifiable we want quantifiable things we want studies we want all the research we want everything to say essentially if you do this you're gonna get this and you're not wasting your time right and I'm not saying these things are unvaluable but if you just stay in the place where you're always waiting for more information and more data to start mm -hmm. you're never going to start and you're missing out on the experience entirely and Experience is something that we can't represent in a quantifiable term. Um, for example, when we say something's difficult, we're using our personal experience and our bias to say difficult. We're defining difficult with our bias. And you can understand that because we all agree upon language for symbols and words to represent these mm -hmm. concepts or these terms, mm -hmm. right? So. For example, I could say to you, you know, think of a rock, and you can summon in your head the idea of a rock, and I can summon in my head the idea of a rock, but that rock can be represented in an infinite amount of ways. You know, what's the texture feel like? What color is it? Is it big? Is it small? Is it soft? Mm -hmm. Is it hard? Brittle? All these things that are very different that we can summon in our heads that look incredibly different to each other. In the same way, I can say that, yeah, getting in shape, yeah, bro, that's that's hard. And you would understand that concept is hard. But much like the rock, it can be represented in infinite amount of ways in our mind's eye. So hard or difficult can mean an extremely varying mm -hmm. and different things to each other. But when we, when we go upon that path to get in shape, we both get the experience while it's through our own bias and our own experience and we understand it as hard. And I'm able to say, hey man, yeah, getting in shape is hard. And if you've gone through a similar path, you can also relate. Even though we can't express it perfectly to each mm -hmm. other, that experience and difficulty of understanding why it's hard is incredibly, incredibly valuable. And mm -hmm. we just can't represent that on paper, you know, which is why we say you have to go out there, you have to go do it. We can't write studies and quantify mm -hmm. this in a meaningful way but it's, to me, arguably the most important part of accomplishing any goal 
is you have to go and try and experience it because mm -hmm. that experience builds upon itself and you wrestle with it and you grow and able eventually right. to potentially accomplish your goal or right. reassess your goal <clears throat> and what you can get and what your goal should be. But again, it boils all down to why. Why do I have to do this? Why should I do it? Like you're saying. Mm -hmm. And without that, the first time you're craving that cigarette, you're going to go smoke it. Mm -hmm. You don't have a, a real why. Right. It's going to be hard to wake up in the morning to go to the gym or when you're tired after work or right. whatever the goal is. You're always going to have an excuse mm -hmm. unless you have a real reason why. And then as you get more experience going through that hardship, mm -hmm. you'll you'll be used to it. It won't feel so hard. It'll be familiar. There's some comfortability and familiarity. So right. you're able to go to the gym when you're tired. You're like, yeah, I'm tired, but I want this. And it's okay that I'm tired because I still can get something out of it. Right. Rather than if you read just the paper that says, don't work out when tired. Oh, you didn't get enough sleep. Your body's at risk of damage. Do not yeah. work out. There's tons of data you can read that would suggest these types of things. Yeah. But you also got to look at people like, David Goggins, that guy is a freak. He doesn't rest at all. He doesn't believe in any of that nonsense. Not a liar. Mm -hmm. yeah. And again, I'm not saying that that's the correct method, but unless you're willing to step outside of all the papers and all the data mm -hmm. to test some things for yourself, you might never know that you're the next David Goggins. Maybe you're that guy. Sure. Maybe you're the one outlier, or maybe you find a new methodology that works for you via your experience. Again, like... You will never be able to find those out if you haven't tried it. Yeah. That's, that's huge, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're just like, just like David Goggins, that you're a physical outlier, but you haven't tried it, so yeah, you, you don't know. You don't know yet. That's, that could be totally possible. A lot of people find those things later in life. I mean, mm -hmm. these ultra marathon runners that were teachers mm -hmm. or... Otherwise, oh, I just went and ran one day and I mm. didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they Most didn't people, do it as kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. It speaks to the importance of experience. We're not saying that, yes, there are some minor you know, differences or details that are not critical, maybe almost negligible, but still, it speaks to the importance of experience. You have to experience it. Otherwise, there are so many things you may lose or miss and experience itself means so many things going through hardships tackle those difficulties challenges and practice persistence commitment there are so many things so many valuable things you have to do yourself mm -hmm. When we say experience, experience doesn't simply mean that go out, do a task. It's not like that. I mean, there could be simple things like that, but usually those big goals, especially in New Year's resolution, comes in a set of series of actions. I mean, it starts with planning, you know, taking action, assessing, you know, resoluting, examining, all that and you have to experience those things and when you do you will get better at each of those tasks mm -hmm. yeah so your skill set for the process improves exactly refining exactly the process. and not only will you get 
positive qualities through going through those processes, but also you will get better at making those processes more efficient. Mm -hmm. Meaning that you will get better at tackling goals, setting goals, achieving goals mm, as absolutely. you do more. And we're back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kane's looks so much better. Much better. We're having an issue with the mic there, but mm -hmm. we're back online. So what I was saying with the goals that people mm -hmm. oftentimes set, or the way we usually think about goals, is that there are these faraway things that mm -hmm. we kind of put way into the horizon, mm -hmm. into adulthood. And I think the reason we do that and we think about those goals is because it removes the burden of responsibility. Right. They're so far in the future, I don't need to take action today to worry about my kids' college fund or my retirement, I'm young, or whatever the mm -hmm. excuse is or the reason. But a goal is just an objective, something that you're setting out to complete. We have goals every day that we're unconsciously aware of. I need to eat. I need to use the restroom. All these things are goals that we've, for the most part, and most of have mastered the basic necessities of life to continue to survive. And that's the cool thing about these other goals. Once you start pursuing them and you breaking them down mm -hmm. and you just go through the experience, you build a habit. And they don't even become things you think about. They're just a part of who you are mm -hmm. and what you do. Until one day, you know, again, this is through careful evaluation, reassessing, and, you know, maybe right. shifting your behavior a bit to achieve the goal. But one day, wow, you've, you've accomplished that goal. And it feels like it didn't take that much effort. It just yeah. took building a habit. So I think we need to try to shift from thinking about goals as these faraway things, but really just... You know what do i want to get done today because mm -hmm. eventually those days translate into years and those years decades right. and those decades into potentially mastery or absolutely. whatever absolutely uh and i think in that sense it's, it's probably better to um or i recommend uh those people who haven't have done this haven't done this many times to start with setting a smaller goal mm -hmm. um, start there because like i said you will get better at it and especially um, when you do not have purpose in your life, which is very sad, you know, a lot of people don't have purpose or meaning or they don't even know why they were living. They were just, you know, busy at, busy with uh, living um, daily lives. Mm -hmm. But especially when you don't have those, um, it's easier to start with this, uh, setting smaller goals, tackle those, and get more efficient at, at it. And along the way, you can parallel your journey to find purpose in your life as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think, speaking in regard to setting the smaller goals, is mm -hmm. you don't have to take on a goal and then keep with it. If you, if you really don't like it or you don't find value in it, because an idea of having something is so much different than having it. Like talking about fitness, you know, mm -hmm. we get asked a lot about what we do to stay in shape, how we handle our bodies and things like that. And it's very habitual at this point and we enjoy it. We enjoy the ritual of staying in shape more than mm -hmm. just looking a specific way or getting those comments. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> People are just laughing at us. So oh, people are, yeah, people are like, look at these guys, these homeless guys, recording in this car. Oh my God. California on a beach. This is probably the most California thing ever. 
Yeah, right. dude, we're totally gonna make it, man. I swear. <laughs> we're gonna live out of this car. We're gonna own that house, bro. <laughs> Let's go hit the waves, man. <laughs> but. Oh my god, it's so hot here, by the way. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really hot in the car. <laughs> but. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. It was so funny, though. <laughs> But these the goals essentially, right? Yes. When you when you embark upon the path of achieving something and actually staying on that path is so much different than having the goal obtained. Staying in shape is basically entirely different than being in shape. That mm -hmm. they're for all intents and purposes entirely different things. And you may not love being in shape. You might not like it. You might not enjoy that. So don't be afraid once you've stayed on the path for a while and tried it out mm -hmm. to maybe reassess, maybe the end goal changes from like, Oh, I don't want to be a rep to, you know, I want to, I want to look muscular, which is, right. it takes less effort than right. that to look ripped. Right. So maybe your goal shifts, but you can only find that shift and personalize it by going through it and having the experience. And it, you can put your twist on it. What your goal is, for example, another one climbing, let's talk about goals we've had. One of my goals, as soon yes. as I got into climbing, was I want to climb V10. You know, it's a, it's a nice round number. It's 10. Sounds great. And it seemed difficult. A lot of people say, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't climb V10 unless you're gifted. And I've heard this about a lot of different things in my life, that you can only attain a certain level via essentially magic or things outside your control. And I've always had an issue with that because I'm stubborn in that sense, I believe, the most valuable skill I have is, you know, I can stick with something. If I really love it and I'm passionate about it, mm -hmm. I'll show up day after day and give my best. And, you know, so got into climbing and I knew I had that goal and I wanted to do it by, was, by the time I was 30. I wanted to at least climb 1v10 when I was 30. And I started, you know, five or six years ago. And I achieved that goal. Yes, you did. it mm -hmm. went through... A lot of difficult journeys, a lot of injuries, a lot of learning training mythology, mm -hmm. applying it differently, seeing what works for me. Realize, oh, this this way to achieve my goal only works for 12 weeks or only for a certain amount of time. And then I got to switch it up. It's like I got to start over again to achieve that end process. Mm -hmm. But you fall in love with the process and you make it yours, uniquely yours. Mm -hmm. And this is part of why it's so hard for me to give somebody advice when they want information about how to stay in shape, how to get better at climbing or anything in their life really is I can tell you all those things. But again, because it's my personal bias, I'm not really giving you a full detailed picture of what it is to achieve those goals. I can give you a rough outline, but you have to go through it and you have to find it and make it uniquely your own. Right. And that's, and that's where you really, I think, fall in love with something when you go through that process, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a relationship. You get to know somebody and you start to fall in love with the quirks and the way you interact mm -hmm. with each other, yeah. you know, the good and the bad, you fall in love with it. Yeah. And that's similar to achieving a goal. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we've been talking about this importance of experience for a while now, I don't know, about 10 minutes or so. Um, we're doing so because it, it is probably one of the few most important things about setting goals and achieving it right because 
I mean, you just explained why explaining those experiences cannot be, you, you explained the practical part of it, why it cannot be really fully translated to another person. Because the language itself is probably one of the single most objective things we have, but still it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but also, um, this is where we wanted to talk about uh, the Book of Five Rings mm -hmm. by uh, Miyamoto Musashi. If you're not familiar with the work, uh, he was uh, he was a legendary uh, samurai in Japan, and uh, he wrote this book about his ideas on strategy and swordmanship uh, and self mastery. Mm -hmm. and, Essentially, a way of life. Mm -hmm. And he, to me, I've read uh, two times that book. To me, the idea that stands out the most is his emphasis on real experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the phrase he likes to repeat all the time? All the, well, throughout the book, he says, you should investigate this story Thoroughly. after explaining what it is. <laughs> right? yes. So he tells you that, okay, I've explained this to you in detail. But you need to investigate this yourself. thoroughly yeah. yourself. And this is a mantra that's repeated mm -hmm. very many times through the book. Mm -hmm. You should put them into practice throughout the book. Repeat it the most. Mm -hmm. And that's where he really emphasizes the real importance of real experience. That yeah. uh, also the really interesting thing is that it is not really confined to the body either. It also the mind. He actually calls the enabler the mind, mind mm -hmm. itself. Yeah, it's funny that we're talking about that because I think, I think the text can be a little bit difficult to grasp because it almost seems contradictory. A lot of things he's suggesting is, mm -hmm. you know, as you're doing these motions, you must not be thinking about them, right? It's kind of for somebody like like ourselves who enjoy quantifiable and you know a more scientific approach to, I think, dealing and interfacing with reality it comes across as a bit contradictory, right? How can I be in two places at once? Mm -hmm. But essentially the way he's communicating is you must experience it. He's using words as mm -hmm. adequately as he can to describe the experience, which we just mm -hmm. can't do, which is why he keeps saying, you, you, you gotta try this for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to. Here's my take on it, here's my words, but seek it out. It almost feels mystical when you're reading it. You kind of feel like you're reading a religious text mm -hmm. because of the way it's described. But this is one thing that I feel science, unfortunately, just has not been able to explain with the concepts and the terms that science operates is the human experience and consciousness. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, we have to deal with it and we have to interface with it. Otherwise, we're potentially missing out on a very large part of life. Mm -hmm. And we may as well be machines or right. something entirely different than being human. And I think it's harder in a modern day culture like we live in when we're trying to set goals and we're trying to achieve things that we just want them so badly to work and operate under very stringent methodology. In this mm -hmm. case, the scientific method. 
We want repeatability. We want concrete science. We want concrete data. We want all this before we're even willing to go walk the trail. Or, you know, we want the best backpack before we're going to become a hiker or the best shoes before we become a runner. Right. We want all these things mm -hmm. that are going to say to us, they give us this kind of guarantee in life. If you have this, this information, mm -hmm. this product, whatever it is, you can succeed at your goal. Mm -hmm. But I think we're dece deceiving ourselves and we're robbing ourselves of our amazing ability to adapt and our skill set and find mm -hmm. what we really are. And when you embark on a journey and a goal, you really find out who you are. I mean, for example, you know, we just talked about the V10 climbing experience that I had, mm -hmm. but this podcast, we're in a car right now recording right. on a beach. <laughs> We've never done this. This isn't mm -hmm. something we're used to. This is all new and foreign to us. And we understand that this path is going to be difficult and there's going to be a lot of learning along the way. Mm -hmm. And we may completely fall flat on our faces in all regard and fell. Absolutely. But for us, it won't be a failure because this is what we've desired. We've, we've assigned this, we've seen the value in it and mm -hmm. we want it. So that alone makes it worthy of pursuit, regardless of us being successful mm -hmm. in, you know, an outsider's perspective, mm -hmm. we already feel successful in our ability to pursue. And yes. we want to just keep it growing to become better, more robust, stronger, but we're sitting in an uncomfortable situation right now, trying to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's exciting and we're happy to be doing this and we're happy that this can reach you, mm -hmm. you know, the listener, whomever you are and maybe inspire you that, oh man, look at these two, these two dudes can do it. I can, I can right. go to the gym. I can, you know, I can eat something or I can assign value in my life. I can think about what I want. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. If anything, that makes you, in my opinion, a way cooler person. You're genuine. You're yourself. You're unique. I mean... I get to interact with you as a person. Right. Not with essentially just a byproduct of our time mm -hmm. and culture. Yeah. Yes, it's not the value alone that we like to convey to the audience, but also our determination, our strong qualities, that those are the ones that we can also, we should, or we want to convey to the audience. Mm -hmm. I really, really hope that, that that is conveyed to you and you can feel it. And even a little bit, maybe one person can feel that inspired. Oh, look, these guys, you know, I want to, I want to be determined like that too. I mean, I'm not saying that we're perfect or anything, Far from it. but we've been struggling a lot. We've been committing a lot for this podcast and other things along the way. And, and I really, really hope that that is also conveyed to the audience as well. And, you know, I really think that that's one of the benefits, big benefits of uh, having goals in your life is that it adds posit positivity to your life. Mm -hmm. You know, as you move toward your goal, you you feel the sense of gratitude from, you know, improvement and dedication, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, something so unique that you can only get via this method. Mm -hmm. You can't get these strong feelings of desire or direction in your life. Mm -hmm. without some type of goal and direction that you want to head in. And we're back again. <laughs> back for the hundredth time. Um, you probably should, yeah. Probably will roll my window up. Yes. We should do that. Uh, a lot of noise. But uh, we've had a couple of difficulties here uh, we didn't expect. 
bumps so, along the road, right. all part of achieving a goal. <laughs> See, Wish even I the could. small shit, it's true though, even in the small it is true. stuff, yes, true. things like this happen. Uh, I, I think it's the camera's issue, honestly. I don't think uh, it's the, you know, uh, conditions that we set up, expected. Um, so anyway, it's not a problem. We're all good. What? Back to goal setting. We want to talk about maybe methods we can apply, maybe from our industry. Mm -hmm. So I think there's some things in there that yeah. you've probably never heard about this before. Right, uh, so I was going to talk about 5S, uh, it's a methodology invented and first implemented. Oh, am I in the frame, You're by in the, the frame. way? Yeah, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> You're there. Sorry, guys. But uh, implemented by Toyota uh, to organize workplace for efficiency and effectiveness. Uh, it is derived from five Japanese terms beginning with the letter S. That's why it's called 5S. That translate to sort, set in order, shine, cleanness, uh, well, shine, yeah, uh, standardize, and sustain. Uh, this can apply to setting. I thought we can apply this uh, strategy to uh, setting goals. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. I think that'd be a very valuable thing that, mm -hmm. again, maybe you've never heard before. It's a very, very common in the manufacturing world. Mm -hmm. And you're probably having some PTSD if you're. We're in the industry we're in. Yes. You're hearing 5S as on podcast. As soon as you hear this word. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is supposed to be my day off. Right. So uh, I will give you an example because, you know, that'll make it more more understandable. So let's say your goal is to pay off some debt, right? So sort, the first step, which is eliminate waste. That's what the step is for. Things that are, things that are needed or against the goal. So... In that example, it would be something like identify, identifying expenses that can be avoided. Uh, for example, eating out, extra subscriptions and memberships, premium services, and mood boosting shopping. <laughs> mood boosting shopping. Isn't all shopping mood boosting? Except oh, yeah, grocery that's store, true, actually. Or it could be uh, consolidating multiple debts to minimize the process and reduce uh, on uh, interest rate. Or it could be selling unwanted items that you owe. And you go to next step, which is set in order. It's all about organizing what remains. The making a budget could be an example of this step. Pay more for or offer your most expensive loan first. Or consolidating your debts could be uh, included, included in this step. Okay. And next step, shine. This step is clean and inspect regularly. Maintain the status achieved by the previous steps. That's what this is steps for. For example, it could be managing your budget, track bills and expenses, and ensure they are in accordance with your budget. Or it could be getting rid of your credit cards. Hmm. And next step, which is uh, the fourth step, standardize. This is about is camera okay? Okay. This is about capturing best practices and make it repeatable. Uh, example of this could be. Automate all the payments mm. or adjust your budget if needed. Comparing actual results to your budget, understanding and addressing the reasons for any variances. And goes to the last step, which is systemize. Oh, sorry. Sustain, which is uh, shizuke in Japanese, literally means discipline. Meaning this step is for continuing commitment. And an example for this could be keeping your spendings consistent from month to month and don't take on new debt. Yeah, I mean, all those are incredibly efficient. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first 5S in regards to goal setting is probably the most important one. Mm-hmm. Being eliminate start. Waste. Yeah, you know, start and eliminate waste. You can't, you can't really get it all situated if you've got all all the junk holding you back. Mm-hmm. Right? There's only so much energy we have in a day and in our life. And you've got to eliminate some things, you know, to make yes. time for the things you want to, to accomplish. If that's going to the gym, hey, mm-hmm. maybe you can't come home and watch your favorite TV show for half an hour, you know, or an hour, whatever it is. Maybe you have to cut that out of your life so you've got time to go to the gym. <laughs> right. I'm I know. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a whole bunch of kids out here playing just looking at us. Uh, don't take on podcasting you end up like us kids (laughs) we set the wrong goal (laughs) but no all those things are incredibly applicable to the process of goal setting yes and achieving the goal Again, I, I just thought that this would be helpful and unique approach or strategy for uh the listeners but obviously there are so many strategies there are so many methods so uh, find that is most suitable for you. Mm. Uh, I'm not suggesting that this is the best practice. Uh, I just wanted to give you an example of um, the strategy that hasn't been really discussed uh, in the media or on Google. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I think so. now, okay, we've we figured out the first step of finding a goal, right? Mm-hmm. You have to identify your values wherever they are out there. You have to have some experience to actually know what values are. So mm-hmm. you've already you've been in the world a little bit. You've read some things. You've had some experiences. You can kind of see, yeah, I value that. That's what I want. Okay, you've got your values. Now you can find goals that align with those values. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've applied the 5S method. You've got the goals operating. You know you're making steps to achieve the goal, and you're doing it in an efficient way. You've applied it. You're on the path. Mm-hmm. But... Let's say that maybe you can never reach the goal or something occurs to make the goal impossible to achieve. Mm-hmm. That oftentimes is seen as failure maybe from the outside. Um, and it can be easily seen as failure for the person trying to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to talk about that. This is the interesting thing about being on the path with heart and at going after a goal is that by being on the path alone, oftentimes your goal is going to shift mm-hmm. when you're on that path. You're going to see, oh yeah, maybe that's not the actual goal I want. Maybe because it's unobtainable, maybe because it's unrealistic, or maybe because it's just, yeah, it doesn't line up with your values. Mm-hmm. Now that you've had some more experience and you've been doing this for a while, or you change it all together, or maybe, then this has happened to me, it's probably happened to you too. You get what you want it. And you realize, wow, that was on a pedestal. It actually isn't mm-hmm. that big of a deal. It isn't that amazing. It's kind of empty. And yes. You realize, oh, maybe it was just the process that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, not so much the goal. So I guess what I'm trying to say to the listener is that while it's important to have a goal, there's so much more value oftentimes in the journey along to achieve the goal or then redefine it. But it's always good to have a destination in mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that'll dictate your actions. Mm-hmm. That's why it is important to have the purpose and objective in mind 
But what you said is also true. That doesn't mean, though, however, is that setting yourself up for failure. That's not what we're saying. It is, I think maybe it is important to have multiple layers of objectives, right? Yeah. Maybe you should define what success means. It could come as multiple layers of success. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. usually when you improve or going through the process of tackling the goal, you will improve gradually, right? So in the sense of zero to one, let's say the one is your final objective. At the end of the journey, you might have, you, you, you may have gone to arrived at the uh, level of 0.7, let's say mm -hmm. from zero. I, I see it as success. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it really depends on what you're doing, what your objective is. But my point is that you should define what success means to you. Yeah. And you can be harsh to yourself. Hey, if, I, if I'm not a one from zero, mm -hmm. that's not success. That's fine. But you should have expectation of your journey. It may change, but it's important to have the success or definition of success for yourself because otherwise you could be devastated at the end of the journey. Mm, yeah, no, that's an important part. That's why any, part of any goal setting, this process isn't, isn't done once. You don't set the goal and then just go. Mm -hmm. You consistently reassess. Yeah, it may not be hourly, minute, second. It might be something you do quarterly. Maybe it's yearly, depending on the the absurdity or the how big the goal is, that's going to mm -hmm. affect how often you reassess. Mm -hmm. Because you have to realize, I'm here, I have this much further to go, mm -hmm. here's my difficulties with it, and here's how I'm struggling. And you might have to change your goal or alter it, or change the things that are under the goal, the things that mm -hmm. make up the goal, the smaller goals of that goal. And that's critical in order to have success. Because again, when we're talking about a goal, think about something like working out. Mm -hmm. You could have the goal of getting in shape and working out's part of that. So, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and work out. We've all seen it. We've all been there. Mm -hmm. The guy who's at the gym, who's moving the weight, but that's really lightweight. That's hardly any reps. That's a super long rest time. Mm -hmm. Wait, that's not going to do any good for anybody. But technically, he did check the box of completing mm -hmm. the goal, right? So it's important to not only hit these check boxes, but it's how you're hitting them. You know, like, am I dedicated when am I doing this? Am I, am I trying hard? Mm -hmm. Am I giving effort? Mm -hmm. And we have to set those goals for ourselves and those expectations as well. Mm -hmm. Like, am I doing my best? It's cliche, but it's so important. Are you actually trying your hardest or doing your best? Or are you mm -hmm. just getting, you know, in an uncomfortable position and you think that's your hardest because you're uncomfortable, you're not familiar. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this path is you're gonna be uncomfortable it's going to feel unfamiliar. It's going to feel wrong. Mm -hmm. But with time and effort, you're going to grow stronger in these movements in whatever aspect it is in your life, whether it's a career choice, whether mm -hmm. it's a fitness style, whether it's music, the comfortability will remove the feeling of difficulty from it. Mm -hmm. And maybe once you've reached that point, maybe it's time to add some more difficulty in your life because mm -hmm. that's where you really grow is in that difficult right. spot. They're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. 
And all this eventually, in my opinion, I mean, you may find new goals in your life for sure, but uh, eventually, I think the most ideal situation is that you knowing your purpose and knowing your purpose of your life. I think that's the most important part. All those things in your resolutions and things like that should be decided around your life purpose. Absolutely. Eventually, that's the ideal situation, right? So, but however, like we said earlier in the beginning, start with the small goals and practice, get better at it. And then you will be able to tackle harder goals and getting close to the ideal that you want in your life. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And this is never ending, right? It isn't. And those goals aren't only made on New Year's Eve. They're not made only once or twice a year. Eventually they should be continual things because you'll have a mastery of setting goals and achieving them. Mm -hmm. So it'll become easier. You'll become more efficient, more effective. You'll learn quicker. You'll perform quicker. And eventually it'll just become so habitual that you'll always be on the path at heart, always trying to have something to pursue. Mm -hmm. And your life will have so much more meaning because of it. Not a lot of downtime, not a lot of free time, not a lot of boredom, but, you know, grinding, but a very purposeful and fun grind. It's very enjoyable. Right. Yeah, even Confucius, he at the age of 40, he said, even unconscious decision was not immoral, mm. even to him. But his life didn't end it there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he was, right, Confucius essentially was saying, I've mastered the path of my values Mm -hmm. So much so that when I make choices, I'm not worried about the morality right. of them. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried I'm making the wrong choice. I know because he's been on that path long enough mm -hmm. to know, yeah, this is it. This is who I am. And once you have that confidence about who you are, mm -hmm. it's so much easier to lean into it. You don't feel uncomfortable telling people, hey, man, yeah, we do a, a podcast and a vlog. We're new to it. You don't feel like that discomfort. You feel excitement to share who you are. Right. To put your will the power to etch your name into mm -hmm. your life and those around you and the people you care about mm -hmm. and that's a I mean it's a powerful and wonderful thing even probably bigger than the goals you'll achieve is just feeling that comfortability that you're on the path with heart and that yes this is where I should be I'm who I am and I'm happy to keep keep growing mm -hmm. and keep walking this until I get to my destination mm -hmm. even if it's always changing Good stuff, yeah. You want to talk about our goals for this year? Yeah, let's <laughs> for this year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I felt oh, like you figured everything out. <laughs> Look, buddy, I've already I've already reached Nirvana. This is this is merely for the listeners at this point. I'm gracing them. No, <laughs> no. I mean, we have we like we've talked about. We have some. Mm huge long-term goals you know 10 20 years plus mm -hmm. um i mean the the goal is primarily for this year right we want to see if you can climb v10 in a year because it seems very much what on was the, that? wait a second well i want to see <laughs> <laughs> yes uh so if you have been watching our vlogs uh, we've been doing 30-day challenge to see how much we can improve um on climbing I'm, I'm the newbie here, so mostly, I mean, this applies to him as well, but he's been climbing for years. And, um, uh, but me, just because I'm so new to this, uh, probably most improvements 
will be seen for me uh, rather than him. Yeah, maybe he can finally catch up, you know what I'm saying? But hey, whatever. <laughs> so, um, and as, as I was doing this, I felt like, man, I think I can approach this more strategically. And doing so will enable me to improve quickly. Yeah. That's what I felt, really. Uh, I really felt um, tremendous improvement, even past, you know, after two weeks. Yeah, and a lot crazy. of improvement. Yes, so I think I, I'm thinking about very details of my methodology, but um, I'm going to implement it. And um, I want to achieve at least, at least V8 this yeah. year. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely do that. Not an issue. But the bigger goal is V10, yes. Yeah. So, speaking of the one-year goals we've got, mm -hmm. the one is an act on audition. We've started taking some acting classes, but mm -hmm. obviously... Very fun. Yeah, extremely fun. I mean, with our traveling schedule... Shout out to Rachel, by the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Rachel. Great teacher. Super enjoyable class. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be difficult, right? Because we're traveling. We're not yeah. able to take classes, so we'll have to do the acting with each other and mm -hmm. all Well, there that. are certain ways to do it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we've we've got some ways to break that down. Mm -hmm. um, we're also planning on writing a script this year. Mm -hmm. At least get a rough draft done, something of that nature. We already have uh, uh, rough synopsis. We do, yeah. So now we just got to flesh it out. Mm -hmm. You know, learn the way of writing it, the style, mm -hmm. and then yeah, flesh the it out essentially, side. right? Then one other thing we've got, but this is in the next two to three years, a Muay Thai tournament, specifically mm -hmm. for you, but I'll enter. You know, I love getting my ass kicked. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, uh, it could have been earlier, but I'm still dealing with my LCL injury, which is kind of devastated, uh, devastating area to to be kicked on. So I'm um, trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, my body feels great right now. I mean, it's not that bad. I, I can, uh, I can't compete, mm -hmm. but I'm worried that, um, I'll worsen the injury and not being able to walk anymore, you know, things yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, leading to a surgery and things like that, right? So I want to I wanna avoid that. So that's why that's not why I'm not competing right now. But also we're doing this climbing challenge and there are a lot of things that we're, we're doing now. So um, we're next busy. two, three years, yeah. And then, you know, my climbing, the plan for the longer time, at least in my life, is V13. Right. But, you know, I don't expect to achieve that 10 to 15 years. So that's a continual in the background plan. So that's like a mm -hmm. long-term one. And then, like we've mentioned, we've also talked about how we'd like to write something philosophical in nature. So that's a, a right. 10 to 15-year plan as well, mm -hmm. just because we, you know, take it very seriously and don't want it to be poorly written. Mm -hmm. But those are just some of our goals to give you an example so that you don't feel like you're alone out there creating these goals and you have an idea of what mm -hmm. to expect from us or you know put the pressure on us if we're not yeah. if we're not producing things in a year from now and i say hey man I, I remember episode six or seven back there <laughs> where you said you're gonna have a script written or you're gonna audition right what's up with that it's good to have friends to put pressure on pressure's you. on yeah yeah and now we've told you the pressure's I really told you on not to man <laughs> <laughs> you're like don't tell them man yeah. <laughs> but i think this is a, a good spot to wrap it up yeah, I think so. So I mean, it's, it's about to rain, actually. So. It's it's sprinkling. It's gonna get loud, so we have to wrap it up. So just before we we go, I want to say one last thing to you guys. You know, a goal can be thought of as an adventure. 
you want to go to a foreign place. You're going to meet friends along the way. You'll have joys and sorrows. And you might eventually realize when you get to the destination that the journey was that much more exciting. And that's where all the heart was. So I want to say to those that are on that path with heart right now, stay fast, stay strong. Your efforts aren't without merit or notice. And for those of you who haven't started the path yet, I'm stoked for you. I really am. I can't wait till our paths cross and we can talk about this. Thanks Perfect. for listening. Thank you. Bye. That's this week's episode of the Theory of Living Podcast. Thanks for listening with us. We are Lafayette and Kai. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you'd like to help support us, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe for exclusive content. Also, please share it with others who you think may find value in our discussion. Leave a rating, a review, and please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you again. See you next time.